it's wonderful how how the American people display their sportsmanship. afternoon good evening good night whenever you're listening to this hoosier fans i wish i could reach through this microphone and uh just offer you a nice hug everyone deserves it right now just an upsetting way to uh end the season after the initial half i mean you really thought indiana was going into halftime down like 20 points it honestly just felt that way but credit to them for finding the will to fight back at all in this as uh in that first half, the Hoosier offense just seemed to have nothing. No, they, there was no way to get the ball to Trace Jackson Davis against this small, small defense. It, I think Trace ended his night with ten points or ten shots taken, which that's just far too few for Indiana to find success after after that slow start. Like I was saying, the Hoosiers were just unable to find anything to rally at halftime. And uh, well, I mean, no, they they rallied at halftime. They brought the game back. Yeah, within a minute and a half after that break, Indiana brought it to a 42-40 game after taking the uh, 42-35 deficit into the halftime. Seven points out the gate. Indiana looked like they were. it was second-half Indiana. It was a sight we've seen quite a few times this season. Unfortunately, Indiana didn't continue to uh, find that gear as they did uh, several times this season. And I'm super proud of the times they did. I am. It's just such a bummer they didn't find it here. Listen to me, I'm super proud like I do anything. I I just support the hell out of these guys and uh I, as as upsetting as it is to end the season in this 30 round of 32 exit. It's one step closer to the banner than it was last year. We keep trending upwards. That's the way this program needs to go. It's an entirely new college basketball landscape where each roster is going to look vastly different. You don't know who you have next year. Even the guys on your staff, you're recruiting constantly. This Indiana team might look entirely different, but the pieces we do have, for sure, I'm very happy about. But, yeah, back to this game. <laughs> yeah, we have plenty of time to talk about the future. We have all off-season to talk about the future. Yeah, you you saw the effort. It, Miami was just bleeding it. It was crazy. Norchad, I, I think his name is uh, Norchad Omir. That guy brought, he, I mean, hard hat lunch pail. That guy was going to work. Until about 10 minutes left in the half, the Hoosiers were sticking with Miami, making it a game. But once that ten minute, um, once that ten minutes hit in the second half, it was just game over for the Hoosiers. Miami went out to the ten point lead and just never looked back. At that point, it was out of the, it was at that moment we called the timeout, tried to get our feet under ourselves, and then immediately turned the ball over on a tra- traveling violation. It, it honestly, it was at that moment I came to terms with how this one was going to end. Just with just reading the room, people read the room. The writing was on the w- wall at that moment. It's so corny to say, but this whole game was a microcosm of this se- of our like strongest woes throughout the season. Just seemingly lackluster effort at times. If it was just fatigue, quick turnaround, whatever it was, this Hoosier squad showed up in spades with their woes. The offense was unable to get anything going. As Miller Cop, you saw him screaming. You saw him screaming to get himself involved. Which pr- credit to him. That 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 is a senior who didn't the the Big Ten's most. Uh, Career appearances, title holder, didn't uh, go softly into the night. He he went kicking and screaming. Good for him. Miami won the battle on the boards, forty-eight to thirty-one. Speaking of thirty-one, that's how many points that uh Miami was able to get off twenty offensive rebounds. Again, Norchad Omir was just he was doing what Edie wasn't able to do against Indiana. 
haul in that many boards. Like, he made it look easy. It, w- it was inexcusable how many times Indiana was just watching the ball, watching the wa- waiting for somebody else to rebound. Miami wanted it. Miami wanted it a hell of a lot. Omer wanted it, and they went and got it. Credit to them. It's such a bummer that this was a great season for the Indiana Hoosiers. We fought through a lot. All the injuries, every setback, this Indiana Hoosier squad, Trace Jackson Davis found a gear that that is the sole reason that Indiana had any success this year. I mean, any sustainable success. I mean, ultimately, it wasn't sustainable. But if you'd have told me we ended in third place after X and race go down for most of the season, X goes down for the whole season, I'd be happy about that. If you had told me with those injuries... Ray's still coming back from it. I, I can't explain his game today or just the effort on the boards to anything other than that for him. Yeah, I, I'm just shook up. I imagine you all are. Thanks for listening to the Often Daunted Podcast with me, Burke White. <clears throat> Been uh, just sharing my thoughts on the post games here. Um, this offseason, going to do something a little different. Just uh, present a, each episode. We'll have a different topic to uh, discuss each Monday. Those will be coming out during the offseason, making it easy for myself once a week. Again, this is just a hobby. I do appreciate you for listening. It's been a lot of fun watching it grow over the course of the season. Sad the post-game recaps had to come to an end so abruptly, but that's the nature of the beast. The big dance is not kind to all but one. Getting into uh, individual performances a little. Like I said, Trace Jackson Davis, our champion. Absolutely just a champion of the program. Uh, Was unable to get it really going in the first half and... Ultimately, when you end the night with 10 shots taken by your best player, that isn't that isn't success. That, that's not a winning formula. However Miami did it, they, they had the Indiana distributors just shook to a level where nothing was going our way. Trace Jackson Davis was still get, able to get his 24 points because, of course, he is. He's Trace Jackson Davis. He's the best college basketball player in the country. Unfortunately, he got outworked by, I mean, the the hardest working team in the country last night. And I'm not going to dive into this game too deep because I don't want to rip these guys apart. This was a poor effort, but these guys, man, these careers they've had at Indiana, I just, I just want to give them their roses because they do deserve it. They stuck through the transition. They stuck through the guard change and gave us a stability that has Indiana exiting in the round thir- of 32 after just that. However embarrassing you think this game was, that St. Mary's game last year in the first round, I mean, that was ending the season on success, trending upward because Archie, Archie, come on. We're, we're heading in the right direction, and it's largely thanks to these guys that played tonight. It's it's thanks to Trace Jackson Davis, absolutely, unquestionably thanks to him. It's thanks to Race Thompson. It's thanks to Miller Cop. It's thanks to Jalen hood Chavino. The five-star could have went anywhere he wanted. He won here. Yeah, he didn't have the greatest game. He had a poor performance today. But nonetheless, I'm going to appreciate what he gave the Hoosiers this season. The excitement he gave us. He gave us the Big Ten Freshman of the Year. Again, I can pick it apart. But that first episode of the offseason, Often Daunted, is going to be just a season recap where I'm really going to get into just what I appreciated and what, I mean, where we fell short. Where we fell short. Our hopes really got out of control here at the beginning of the season. And I'll dive into that a little. Eight rebounds. I mean, that's the difference. Trace Jackson Davis, a game he gets eight rebounds. Indiana ain't winning that because Trace has done everything for us. Trace has shouldered the defense, the offense, everything. He's the champ. He's he's our guy. 
damn, if we could go one on one, let's have let's have a tournament where it's just uh, everyone sends a champion, like the old Roman days. He ha- he had a great stat line. It's a it's a, anybody else would be so proud of that one. Unfortunately, I think Trace might be kicking himself because he would take it upon himself that he <laughs> would have needed to score about. 40 points for us to win, and I'm sure he's disappointed he didn't because he did take so much ownership of this season. While there are so many people you can point to for this loss, like I'm sure he is taking ownership for a lot of it. He doesn't deserve it, but I'm sure he is. He he's been the captain for this squad. He's defended them. He's he's done everything. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna discredit him anymore here. I I can't bring myself to do it. I'm a fan of this program, and God, it, Trace Jackson Davis is one. He is my favorite player now. After this, because I, I wasn't alive for the last national championship, 1992, uh, year of birth here. Um, and, and I mean, the gear he was able to find this year to just make up for all the, all the losses in production, all the losses in leadership that we had at times. It was a valiant effort by our guy, and I'm, I'm not going to talk any more smack about this game. Like, can't do it about him. On to Jalen hood Chavino. He was kicking himself after this one because... Yeah, it wasn't a great, it was not our our Big Ten Freshman of the Year's best night. He was able to bring his total up to 19 points, but that was on, that was, he was trying so hard for that. He was trying to will it, he was, he was putting it upon himself, which is a valiant thing to do, but man, the offense needed to just find something, needed to just find a bucket to go in to get something going, and while those threes were very exciting to see hit, they was just too little too late, ultimately. Again, <laughs> I don't, I'm not even going to tear... Yes, it left, his game left a lot to be desired. That's the end of that, and uh, I just appreciate Jalen for joining the Indiana program for the year that he did because that's what it takes to move forward. We need to get names like that. We need, to, we need the five stars to have a good time here. Not, not a good party time. I mean, like, I just appreciate... What him just coming to this program meant for the program. Him coming and producing and showing up all season. Thank you, Jalen Hood-Shavino. God bless you and your NBA career. You thought uh, Race, Race Thompson had performed well on the offensive end at times throughout this tournament, but in this game just was outworked to no end on the defensive end. So many offensive boards. That was like, oh, man, just giving up everything. And and it is, it, I'm sure we'll get the, uh, we, no, we may never get it. I'm sure his injury has been a lingering issue throughout. I'm sure he's been soldiering just so much pain playing through all this. And again, just a just a sad way to see someone who's given so much to this program recommitting to um <clears throat> recommitting to Mike Woodson after the uh fall of Sean, of uh Archie. Sean Miller. Of Archie. Race ended his night with eleven points and seven rebounds. He's grown so much in his time at Indiana. And he he, he will truly be a missed Hoosier. Never like never the highest stat lines. Never never lit up the box score or anything crazy, but <clears throat> just an absolutely unforgettable Hoosier. When you think of this time, it's gonna be race and trace. Sad to see that the duo couldn't have that just miraculous. <laughs> couldn't have a trophy holding the uh, national championship together. But great to see that they 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 saw it through to the end. Both of them, they made the commitment, and uh, I can't thank them both enough for it. Sorry if this one's somber, guys. We lost in the tournament. Trey Galloway went 3-for-5 from the field with 8 points on the night as it was entirely the Hoosier starting lineup tasked with producing anything. Um, I could sit and nitpick this. I could sit and nitpick this all day, all day I could. 
Trey Galloway, your three-point percentage has just improved tremendously. I'm so pumped for what you could potentially bring with a with Xavier Johnson in the backcourt. That experienced guards win tournament games, and that is a nice backcourt to take into next year. Xavier Johnson and Trey Galloway, I like that. We've, we are witness to the strides that Trey has made just in this last offseason. I'm excited to see what tools he adds to his game in this next one. And I had mentioned before, just the Indiana bench, just zero production, zero points. But Caleb Banks did come on, provide some very meaningful minutes. Yeah, very meaningful minutes that held the uh, Miami production into a re- reasonable range while he was on the floor. Again, we're going to need to find a way to produce next year because all of our points are gone. They're all graduated or in the NBA. So it'll, it'll again, as with Trey, with just what he was able to add off last offseason, I'm excited to see what Caleb can do. Can he add the poise to uh, just contain all that athleticism that he has? We'll get into that in later episodes to come. Please stick with uh, the often daunted. Yes, it's the end of the season. Yes, we are waiting till November, but we're still talking Indiana basketball here. Indiana's offense this year was Trace and Jalen. It'll be interesting to see what Mike Woodson does when we need to set up an offense. We need to find a way to run a reliably a reliable offense now that we won't have our All-American and Big Ten freshman of the year. So as Indiana was grasping for a sense of offense in this one, it'll be interesting to see what Mike Woodson can do in uh, this season to come because <clears throat> I think Mike Woodson's been around long enough to know that now that we've made it one step closer to the banner, even though we are losing all this talent, all this experience, we aren't going to settle for this again next year. I, I can't. I can't. We got to keep crawling there. We got to keep crawling towards that banner. You know who settles for that shit? Purdue settles for that shit. That's why, that's why Matt Painter still has a job right now. That's why they lose to number 16, and he still has a job right now. Indiana's got to find a way to reload, hit that transfer portal as hard as possible. As far as who can offer what, guys, we are... We are, I mean, it's so nice. There are so many of my teams where I'm like, uh, so I'm a Guardians fan, and uh, you can you know how those uh, free agencies go for me. Broke-ass team. Broke-ass team with broke-ass owners making broke-ass moves. I'm the Colts who just, uh, I'm a Colts fan, and they just signed like the craziest line to the max contracts, and we're just screwed. Indiana is where I get to be like a little, a little ritzy. A little ritzy because Indiana's bringing money. We are a top 15 NIL fund. Hooters for good kills it. What a name, too. No, it is like the best charity. It is the first like charity-focused one, so it is great. But but this is that Indiana basketball is where my teams get to have a nice-sized wallet, a, a little play, a little play-around money. So I'm, I'm hoping Mike Woodson can go out there, play around, find the athleticism that this Indiana team needs on the wing. I mean, I think Caleb is athletic. We need to find a way to control it, but I think it's there. Get long, get long, get long. We need to find some size. We need to go hit the portal hard. We have the backcourt. I, I love our backcourt next year. Wouldn't mind some uh, garrison support, but uh, that's what the transfer portal's for. So once again, glad I, I am going to be excited because this is it. This is this is going to be Mike Woodson's guys now. This the the core of this team. Time to see what he can do with an offense set up with the guys he's recruiting in mind. Speaking of which, he needs to set up an offense. Again, we'll have plenty of time to talk about it. Yeah. Thanks for checking in in this episode. Uh, Right after this word from our... uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, hey. Let's give that show Walter Fish of the Game. It's a loss, but hey, let's give it out. 
This is the show Walter Fish of the Game. Show Walter Fish of the Game is going to go to Trace Jackson Davis. Even only on 10 shots, still getting 24 points. Absolutely phenomenal from the line. Could have used that several times throughout the season, but I mean, he brought it here. Trace Jackson Davis has just won it every, like, so many times. He's just been the man, and this is a very disappointing loss to see him ride off on. But he's left the program better than he found it. That's all you can ask for, and uh, thank you, Trace. Thank you for all you've done to do that. Your Showalter Guppy of the game, that's going to go to Miller Cop. That guy wanted to win. That guy did not want to leave today, and he expressed his displeasure for it. He really brought the defense. He, he, he stepped up in ways that would have usually resulted in Indiana victories. Unfortunately, it was just everywhere on the court left, you were left wanting. So, I know this one hurts, guys. I know. I know. And we're, we're going to take this time. We're going to lick our wounds. Uh, hug your loved ones. Appreciate them. Uh, tell them how you've been for the past few months. <laughs> if you haven't checked in with them lately, it'll be fine. We, we, are, we are heading in the right direction, and everything is going to be coming up by you guys. Have to have a hope, have to have opis, optimism, opticism. have to have optimism as we move forward. Speaking of moving forward, I'll tell you uh, why, hey, you guys, a lot of people are losing. I'll tell you why right after this uh, word from our sponsors. The Often Daunted Podcast is brought to you by my own lofty expectations. I can't be alone in just having unrivaled optimism time in and time out for this team. This one hurts. Statistically, I mean, yeah, it was a toss-up. But you always just think Indiana has the favor. You do. You trick yourself into it. So, uh, yeah. That's what the Often Daunted Podcast is brought to you by. (sighs) We're on to next season. Let's go, Hoosiers. Now let's talk some Big Ten ball and uh, talk about why we're not alone in our misery. Let's talk some Big Ten ball. Well, hey, you guys. Hey. Hey. We had expectations. We had plenty of expectations. But so did some of our Big Ten brothers. And uh, let's say several of them might have fell short. Misery loves company, so let's talk about some of our uh, companions. (laughs) first and foremost I mean you all know you all know Northwestern lost to UCLA it's sad to see the dorks lose this one I mean uh, it it was astounding how their entire fan base seems to think they just invented basketball this season but yeah so hey there's a fan base just sitting with us right here in the round of 32 exit good to Good to see uh, Northwestern get that first-round win over Boise State. It was close there for a bit, but uh, <clears throat> veteran guards took ownership in that one, took the lead, got the win, but uh, again fell short to the uh, soon-to-be Big Ten brother, UCLA. Northwestern, I, I, I have to imagine they're in for a severe reality check next season. Speaking of other fan bases I love watching lose, Iowa. Let's talk about Iowa. Oh, I might have talked about them last time, but yeah. They lost in the first round to Auburn again. McCaffrey, gone. Just all the McCaffreys can just sail off into the sunset together. We can shoot those little flaming arrows, bocos up, like a Viking funeral, whatever those are. They lost, and again, like I said, we need to keep moving forward. Iowa, one of the teams that settles for uh, first-round exit after first-round exit. Can't, couldn't be us, can't be us. Um, but we're sitting with them right now. One round later, but 
good to see them out. And if, if you guys are the type that root for the Big Ten in the tournament, I have to say that past the round of 32, like, come on. I don't want these guys having this over our head all next season. Be real. Be real. Their joy is our pain. You can say that's selfish. You can say that's whatever. That's the problem. But that's what it is. Maryland, right in boat with us. Um, round of 32 exit down to Alabama. Saw that one coming. You had to. Maryland was quite cocky after that victory over West Virginia, and Alabama just abruptly stopped that. Our Michigan State brothers, they're still fighting, which, I mean, if there's one team I need to see fight on, it's going to be Michigan State. This is what they do. Nobody else is going to get a big head from this run because Michigan State fans, they're used to it. Is there anyone I'm forgetting? Any loss I'm forgetting? Would anyone be as miserable as me right now? There has to be a fan base out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Purdue with the historic loss. One of two number one seeds to lose to a 16. One of two in 152, I think it said. With ED not coming back next year and that backcourt being what it is compared to ours, it's time to start uh, hitting the transfer portal and making sure we beat Purdue in every regard there. Keep on the full press because this loss is going to set them back. I have to imagine it does. If you think about their loss last season, it literally set them back because they lost in the first round to a 16 seed. I hope my brother's not listening to this because even for a second, I reached out for him and did offer him my condolences because that sucks. That sucks to watch. I couldn't even imagine how painful that was. I said the closest thing was when the Hoosiers lost to Syracuse in that zone defense. Um, the Cody Zeller, Victor Oladipo year. But I mean, nothing compares to what they just experienced because it has only ever happened one other time. Misery loves company, and oh, Purdue fans are a lot of company right now. So here at the end of the season, we'll be wrapping up this episode. It's another season of Indiana in the books. We're ending on a higher note than we did last season, folks. Trace Jackson Davis has passed off this program in better condition than he found, than he found it and received it. It's all you can ask for. We're moving in the right direction. You can spend the entire offseason with me once a week here each Monday. The Often Daunted podcast will be talking about just the latest news to hear out of uh, just around the Big Ten and just really shortly and then just uh, dipping into a different topic on Indiana basketball each episode. This coming Monday, I'll be discussing the uh, <clears throat> just where we were, where we fell short or where we surpassed the season's expectations, how the guys did in regards to where we thought they were all going to how they were all going to perform. Um, yeah, just just uh, kind of do a rundown of the whole year. So please. Feel free to subscribe. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, like I said. I can't appreciate it enough you guys giving me the time to uh, give me a listen. If you wanted to reach out to the show, feel like you have anything to add. If you want to uh, offer a topic for one of these uh, off-season episodes, um, I'd really like to yeah have, have your guys' involvement. Reach out to me at oftendaunted at gmail.com. You can reach out to me on Twitter at oftendaunted. Um, everything often daunted. I post on my site, often daunted.com in tandem with these, just sharing just the posts. I kind of type to, uh, structure my thoughts for these recordings. Thank you all so much. Hoosiers. It's a letdown. It stinks. I know, but we will move on. We are better now than we were then. So God, we keep fighting. You know what? I I'm playing it out. Whatever. It's not a victory episode, but I'm playing it anyway. I'm proud of these guys. It freaking sucks. It sucks, guys. Hate it. Hate this loss. Hate it. 
hate it for everything. It, it, yes, it's the worst. But God, I'm so grateful for everything these guys gave this season. And I'm so grateful to be an Indiana Hoosier fan. Lux at Veritas, guys. God bless.